Good morning, welcome to you all. Well, another month has passed and we edge closer to travel reopening. The Global Travel Task Force has outlined the traffic light system and we eagerly await information on which countries are going to be on which list ahead of the estimated 17th of May reopening date. The vaccination programmes are expanding rapidly all over the US and Europe, so we're expecting travel to be possible this summer. If not straight away in May, then shortly afterwards in time for the school holidays. And we should know more in the next couple of weeks. Welcome to Virtually There. This month, we're looking more in depth at a destination which has always fascinated me. And I was lucky enough to personally experience a destination that has everything, culture, wildlife, great food and a bit of adventure. Joining me today to talk passionately about this wonderful country is Roop Kumar from Cox and Kings. I was privileged to accompany Roop on an amazing familiarization trip to Sri Lanka in 2017. So without further hesitation, let me introduce you to the one and only Roop. Good morning, Roop. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Jackie. How are you? I'm all good here. All good. Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking the time and joining us in virtually there with Travel Time and Cox and Kings. Um, I'm ready to talk about this fascinating island whenever you are. Yep, over, over to you, Roop. All right. Um, my name is Roop. I'm a platinum sales specialist with uh, Cox and Kings Travels. I'll take you through a journey of this beautiful island, which is at the tail end of India. It's a tear shaped island. And it said that long ago it was part of the mainland India, but today it's an island and a country of its own. Uh, before we go on to the destination, a little bit about us, Cox and Kings. We are over 250 years old, Cox and Kings, uh, started by Mr. Cox and Mr. Kings during the colonial times, as old as 1758. And it was started in India during the uh, British times. And today we are a luxury tour operator and we operate under the umbrella of Abercrombie and Kent. Given the current times, we are pleased to say that we are offering a very, very flexible booking policy. You not only have the flexibility after you have booked to change your plan, travel plans or postpone up to 15 days before you travel, we do not charge any amendment fees. You have the right to refund should the tour be cancelled due to any COVID reasons. And we, on group tours especially, we have a very low deposit of either 100 or 150, depending upon your destination. For tailor-made tours, we have about 15% of the total. But even that, should anything go wrong, even on the day of your travel, we, and if the FCO advice says it's against uh, travel to that country, we ourselves won't let you go, and you will have a choice of rebooking uh, or getting a refund. You are in capable hands, and we are fully at all and apt about it. When you're in, the, in your destination, we follow strict health and hygiene guidelines as well. All the hotels you stay have been checked out 
by our local offices and local supply, suppliers. So you can go with the peace of mind that wherever you go, you will be taken care of and your health and safety is a prime object. Why should you book with us? Well, apart from the obvious reason that we are one of the oldest travel companies in the world, and we have fantastic partners like Travel Time, we, you should book with us because of our enhanced book with confidence policy, where you can make changes. Our group tours are small, very personalized groups of average 14 people. Maximum group size is 18, but depending on the time of the year, you could have about 12 to 14 people on the group. We also have handpicked luxury accommodations. And it's not just luxury, it also depends on your budget, anything from four star to five star, depending on the destination. So we go from mid range to the extreme high end. We have strict health and hygiene conditions and of course, excellent value for money, Sri Lanka being one of them. And we offer 24 seven emergency support in the UK when you're on the ground so that you don't feel left out and we are there with you every day, every step of your trip. So it's like a big company value, small company award winning service. We offer different types of holidays to suit your travel needs from group touring for those who like like-minded people traveling together to a destination. We to, uh, do tailor-made travel where if you if one, two or a small group, let's say two couples who want to go to a destination and have that flexibility and have a trip totally designed for yourself, we do tailor-made touring to every destination. We also have solo travelers tour where you get a double room for a single uh, price. And you also have, again, like-minded uh, solo travelers traveling with you together to that destination. We also uh, specialize in rail journeys around the world, especially luxury trains like the Rovers Blue Rail uh, or the Orient Express. Uh, we do cruise holidays, mainly river cruise holidays in Russia, India, China, Vietnam. And we are partners with arts and culture centers. And so we do expert-led tours to handpick destinations for those who like to have the finer things in life and have somebody who will talk about that. So you'll have a curator traveling with you to those destinations and giving you talks and lectures in the evening about that destination. As our groups are small, uh, like I said, so average maximum is 18, average is about 12 to 14. And solo travelers have a maximum group size of 18 as well. But again, average could be around 12, 10 to 12. Solo travelers, we over the past few years, we realized that a lot of solo travelers would like to join a group, but didn't necessarily want to go with other couples or families. Uh, so we decided to have a tour purely for solo travelers where we do uh, no single supplements so that they are not, uh, you know, they don't feel the burden of a single supplement yet have a same sized room as everyone else. And we do welcome and farewell dinners for the group to gel together, to get to know each other so that their journey is more, it's better and they become more friendly and the group uh, gels more. 
some of our top selling destinations which i understand right now is not the best time to to say but under normal circumstances some of our top destinations are india peru argentina jordan chile sri lanka russia south africa uzbekistan and vietnam Given the current climate, we felt the need for what we call spotlight tours. So we've introduced those in selected destinations like Portugal, Spain, Slovenia, Greece. Spotlight tours is when you get to go stay in one place and then do day tours to several different places all around that city or town. This is to cut your uh, or to minimize your contact with other hotels and check in, check out, yet get the maximum out of that destination. So say somewhere like in, in Italy, in the Vento region, you go stay in one place and then you do vineyard tours, you do food tours and you do cultural destinations all around that place, about five to six days in one place and still get the best out of that destination. Now, coming to Sri Lanka, the enchanted island, I'll talk you, to, uh, talk you through with, about Sri Lanka. Just to give you an idea of the layout of the country, think of Sri Lanka like a clock. I mean, usually our tours go clockwise and Colombo being at the 830 position. This is not, just to give you an idea of how the layout is, I'll talk you through some of the destinations. Ah. Here is Jackie, as you can see her on the left. That was our group in the cultural triangle. And on the right, I think, I don't know if Jackie wants me to say, but we had gone to a gym museum and I lost Jackie and I found her not in the room section. Guess where I found her? I found her in the diamond section. So those of you who know Jackie, I'm sure you know I found her in the right direction. <laughs> That is uh, the Anantara Peace Haven in Gaul. That is a fantastic destination to end the tour, extend your tour for a, for a bit of R&R. And there's Jackie enjoying the sun at the edge of the, <laughs> edge of the island. Our main lead-in group tour is called Sri Lanka, the Enchanted Island. It's about 14 days, 17 nights. And the prices start from 2095 uh, onwards. Uh, it gives you a good idea of the main archaeological sites, the national treasures, a bit of wildlife, and also a couple of nights at the beach at the end. You get to visit Tambula Caves, which are these 12th century caves uh, where the monks using the sunlight alone have hand-painted some fantastic murals. You get to climb the Sigiriya Rock Fortress. I'll show you the, the images a little bit further. And you get to go to Kandy and, of course, the famous Yala National Park. And the, uh, the accommodation is only in four and five stars. Colombo, the capital city, that's where you land. You would fly uh, directly from UK, from London Heathrow. Uh, other options are also available, I can let you know. Uh, Colombo is a capital coastal city. Uh, we don't stay there on a group tour. However, you can always do a pre-tour because Col Colombo also has a lot of colonial history. Uh, the beautiful docks and some of the colonial buildings are worth seeing. 
these are the famous Dambula caves. Uh, all these murals you see are from the 12th century. And look at the colors. They are still intact. These are all natural colors using just sunlight from those tiny little windows, what you see. Uh, and these are all made by Buddhist monks. So this is part of the cultural triangle. Now, a good introduction to Sri Lanka would be starting in Colombo from the 8.30 position, going slowly towards the 12 o'clock position. And the cultural triangle is uh, Sigiriya, Anuradhapura, and Polanaruva. And Dambula is next to Sigiriya as well. So you get to, it's, it's got a few steps. So anyone with walking difficulties, please do let us know. So not to worry, you can still enjoy these beautiful uh, caves and we can try and take you most of the way through uh, with the tuk-tuk and the rest of it, you can take your own time in climbing and still enjoy this place. Anuradhapura is a Buddhist uh, site. Sri Lanka as a country, the main religion is Buddhism followed by uh, Christianity, Hinduism and Islam. So it is culturally rich with plenty of Buddhist sites and Anuradhapura being one of the main ones. This is where you would find the Mahabodhi tree, which means the banyan tree. And it is supposed to be the oldest uh, banyan tree planted by hand in the world. So it was a capital of the, of the religious country at that time, nearly for 1500 uh, years. And it's a beautiful uh, Buddhist site. So anyone who's into Buddhism or just to know the Sri Lankan culture, this is a perfect stop as well, which is part of your group tour. Sigiriya. Now this standalone rock is said to have had a kingdom, a complete city built on top from what you see on the aerial view of this uh, uh, rock. You can climb. It takes about an hour and a half to climb up. Again, if somebody is not too keen or cannot climb, Way, you can just go half the way and still enjoy some beautiful views. So when you reach on top, you'll be rewarded by fantastic views of the whole area and the remains of the kingdom, including the Khorasan's court, the king's throne, and a few other places as part of the remains that are still intact up there on the rock. Polanaruva, this is also a religious archaeological site. And these are all of them are mainly UNESCO World Heritage Sites. And not to forget, these are fantastic to take personal photographs as well. One thing I would like to say, which you will be warned by your guide as well, given that it's a Buddhist country, uh, whenever you're taking a photograph, whenever you go there, you're always supposed to face Buddha and never back Buddha, just as a mark of respect. And it's a little tip for you to know before you go. Kandy. Now, everyone has heard of Kandy. It used to be the capital of uh, the country. Today, Kandy is famous for uh, its Temple of Tooth. It is said that a relic of the Buddha's tooth is still intact. And what the photograph, what you're seeing, is the Temple of Tooth. And on the group tour, or even on a private journey, you get to go in the evening for the puja ceremony or the prayer ceremony, which is a fantastic way to not only meet the locals because it's always full, and but to also feel the atmosphere of, of Buddhism and the religion out there and to see how the prayer ceremony is done. Uh, next day, you also have time to have a leisurely stroll along the lakes of uh, Kandy 
and to go to the Royal Botanical Gardens, which is also famous. It's just about half an hour outside the city and is included in our group tour, but we also include it in our private uh, journeys as well or tailor-made uh, trips. From Kandy, if you go slightly south, you reach the center of the clock, which is where the hands meet, which is roughly where Norelia is. When you're going on a group tour, you would get to climb up the mountains or the ghats, as it is called. And if, you're, if you wish to experience uh, the train, you could do it on a private journey or a tailor-made. It's a beautiful way uh, for the train as it chugs away to the to the tea plantations, it's, it's quite an experience of its own. Norelia used to be the summer uh, hideaway for the British colonial times for the soldiers because the planes used to get very hot. So they found a hill station where they took the uh, tea with them. As you know, all Brits are uh, <laughs> fond of tea. So even today, most of the tea plantations and the tea factories are all under Scottish names. So you can again get a good feeling of the colonial times and how life was then. And as a group tour, you get to go uh, spend some time, just stroll around the colorful markets. And if anybody's interested in golf, Norelia has one of the best golf courses in the world. Again, these are all over 100 years old, so they're very traditional and they are very well kept. It's about 2,000 meters above sea level, but don't worry, you won't feel a thing and you don't get uh, any, any altitude sickness. When you are in Norelia, for those of you who love their walking and uh, hikes and treks, you get to go to the Horton Plains. This is uh, it's one of Sri Lanka's largest plateau. The plains form an Excellent. It's over 2,000 meters high, and it's a beautiful area of grasslands interspread with patches of forest. And uh, not not only do you get the views, but you also get to see some wildlife like the sambar, what you see, and uh, monkeys and deers are plenty out there. It takes you about uh, three to four hours to do the whole trek in a very gentle pace. So anybody who wants to go there could go there or have a line in the morning and enjoy a leisurely breakfast, if that's what your thing is. From uh, the center of the clock, if you go slightly towards the four o'clock position, that is where you will see Yala National Park. Yala National Park is one of those few in the world where you get a mix of the beach and wildlife right next to each other. It's set on the beaches. So the accommodation, what you can have is right on the beach. And then you can do game drives. Yala National Park has one of the largest concentrations of leopards in the world. And uh, it was given over to conservation in 1938. So you can imagine how old it is. And it is still well kept. And you do a Jeep safari there. Uh, the Jeep safari would be private if you are doing it on a private basis. And you get to see wild boars, wild buffaloes, sloth bears, plenty of spotted deers, uh, crocodiles, and even a small uh, uh, population of bears as well. And of course, the leopards over. Those of you who like your birds, there are over 130 species of birds. So anywhere you go, even if you're having your morning, morning coffee in your hotel, you will definitely see some fantastic bird life out there. This is a group of a herd of elephants. You are bound to see some when you are in the national park. 
Uh, when you're doing the cultural triangle, for those of you who are very much into wildlife, along with culture, we can always add wildlife as well, wherever you go. Mineria National Park is another uh, destination in the wildlife, in the, in the cultural triangle, where you can see at least three to 400 elephants. And usually in the evening, when just before going to bed, they come to the watering hole. So you're again bound to see a huge group of uh, elephants every time you go. From the four o'clock position along the coastal line, when you come down to the seven o'clock position, that is where you would find the Dutch fortress of Gaul. It is still a walled fortress. And the photograph, what you see, is of its lighthouse. And it is a good place for you to end your tour or extend your tour if you wish to have some uh, beach time. There are plenty of hotels of, for all budgets dotted along the whole coastline. So it doesn't have to be inside the fortress. You can be anywhere along the coast as well. Uh, Gaul is, uh, as it is known, it's founded by a Portuguese colonist in the 16th century. And after that, the Dutch took over and it's mainly a walking, uh, it's, a, it's a foot zone. So you can spend an afternoon uh, inside the Gaul fort. There are plenty of small cafes and art museums if, for those who like that kind of a thing. And you can spend a nice afternoon there exploring the local arts and cultures. Sri Lanka is pretty much an all-year-round destination. So on your right, what you see the, uh, the, uh, the map of Sri Lanka, just to give you an idea, that is the, the clock uh, system that I was talking about. So it has two monsoons, uh, the, the, the summer one and the winter one. So during our summer months, we don't go to the western coast. We take you to the eastern coast for just for the beach. You still get to see all the cultural sites and uh, that's why we have a tour from march onwards and it's also 14 days and 17 nights it's about 16:45 onwards uh, per person and here instead of going to gaul we take you to the eastern coast of pasikura and if you're doing a private journey or a tailor-made and if you still want to have a beach uh, destination I definitely would suggest you to add two or three extra nights in Pasikura to enjoy the beach there. And you still then can continue onwards to Kandy, Polonaruva, Norelia, and then uh, finish off in Kandy, in Colombo. For the solo travelers, we have a 14 days, 12 nights uh, tour, Splendors of Sri Lanka, and prices start from 2295 where you get your own uh, room and you get a full part to National Park. Like I said, that Sri Lanka is dotted with the plenty of wildlife parks. So will part two, if you see on the map, is just above uh, Colombo, Chilau, that is will, will part two. Uh, from there, you go up to Anuradhapura and uh, Sigiriya. So you get to go to a slightly off the beaten track wildlife, yet see uh, leopards and plenty of wildlife. And you get to stay in four and five star accommodation, sole occupancy in a double room and welcome and farewell dinners included. Thank you for your time. I would also want to add that Sri Lanka is one of the first countries in the world where almost all the hotels we use 
are super environmental friendly. They are heavy on recycling, on using only natural resources, growing their own organic vegetables. So whichever level of hotel you stay, you will be taken care of and you can be assured that you are not burning any of your carbon footprints and you are staying in a very, very good country. So thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. And now over to Jackie for any questions which any of you may have. Thank you, Ruth. That was really interesting. As I said, I was privileged to travel with you doing that uh, that tour uh, not that long ago. Anyway, we have had some questions. And one of the questions was that if, the, obviously it's a very, very busy tour, if you want to add a little bit of R&R &R at the end, um, where would you recommend? Okay, if you're on a group tour and if you wish to extend, the group tour ends uh, in Ahungala, which is along the coast, and you stay in a beach hotel. My suggestion would be to add three or four nights either in Ahungala itself or uh, just about an hour from there towards Colombo is a beautiful hotel called Taj Bentota. That is also on a beach. So Bentota is a fantastic place to extend. If somebody wants a little bit more smaller and private and intimate uh, extension, yet be on the beach, you have plenty of other hotels of all levels. Uh, again, just about half an hour, 45 minutes from where the tour ends, and you can add that. And I would say, again, in Bentota, we use uh, small villas which are on the beach, and you can extend and enjoy your time there. Okay, and and in terms of the Maldives, one question was was Maldives add-on. How easy excellent, is that? Excellent, excellent combination, Jackie. That is one of our main or the most popular combinations. Maldives is just about one hour, ten minutes, or one hour, fifteen minutes flight from Colombo. Very easy to get. They've got about three or four flights a day. So once you have done the group tour, if you feel okay, you'd like to spoil yourself in one of the fantastic resorts of Maldives. That's the best combination. To suit your budget, Maldives also has anything from a three and four star all the way to the ultra super luxury and private islands. And flight-wise, it also works very well because whenever you end your stay in Maldives, it's about one and a half hours back to Colombo and an immediate connection of one hour and you are on your way home to the UK. So Maldives and Sri Lanka are one of the best combinations you can have. Okay. And while we're just talking about the flying, um, if, if, if client wants to fly direct to Sri Lanka, what are the options there on flying? Direct, you've got the national carrier, Sri Lankan Airlines, which fly every day from London Heathrow. Uh, however, if clients want to go from anywhere else, uh, we could uh, offer them regional connections. Or even on a group tour, if somebody wants to use someone like Emirates or Qatar out of Glasgow, Edinburgh, Newcastle, we can always look at that and you can meet up with the group on arrival. And if the timings don't match, we just uh, provide you with a private arrival transfer. But yes, it is possible to fly to Sri Lanka from anywhere in, in uh, UK, but direct, non-stop direct, it's only from London Heathrow, I'm afraid. Okay, right. Um, just moving on to inoculations, and obviously we're all PCR'd out here. What inoculations are currently required for Sri Lanka? If we take, leaving COVID on one side, let's try not to discuss that, but in terms of a normal tour, what would we need to take with us? Or? Okay, Sri Lanka, 
luckily does not have any mandatory inoculations that you need to take. Uh, we always suggest a speak to your GP because he will suggest you something depending on your personal health. Otherwise, like most people have hepatitis A and B updated, rabies, uh, tetanus, all of these, most people have it updated in any case. You don't necessarily need malaria because it's not a malarial zone and you don't need to provide a certificate for yellow fever or any of those. Right. Saying that you don't need malaria, I will say that yes, it does have mosquitoes. It is a very lush tropical island, but you, nothing that a good spray all over you will not keep them away. That would be fine. Okay. Um, again, we just have a question in then about the guides that you use. Are, mm -hmm. these, um, are these all local guides or is it somebody who meets you at Heathrow and just goes with you from the UK? No, I'm very pleased to say that all our group tours uh, use only local guides. So you will have, uh, once you have checked in at Heathrow and on arrival, you will be met by your guide and he or she will take you throughout the country. So no, we use only local guides because we feel it's nobody knows their country better than a local. So everywhere, especially in Sri Lanka as well, we use only local guides. And a, one more thing I would like to add, Jackie, is that when you're doing the tour on a private or a tailor-made basis, uh, the advantage of Sri Lanka is that you have a chauffeur guide. Your right. guide is your chauffeur as well. And that in turn offers you a lot more flexibility. You can stop whenever you want. You, you can change the itinerary a little bit on the go. So yes, only locals. Yeah. And that really brings us on in terms of the, the tipping side, um, which is always a, a, a difficult one, as to what to give your guide and driver. Do you have any guidelines on that route? Just to give you an idea, I mean, on an average, we would say that $5 per person for your guide is, is pretty decent. So $10 uh, between a couple is, is a very good, a very generous tip. That is just to give you a guideline of that. Right, okay. Okay. Um, I'm not sure whether Ashley's got any more questions coming in uh, for us. Um, if, yeah, anything more, Ashley, or not? Nope. Okay. Well, Ruth, just to say that was really, really interesting. Thank you so much for giving up your Saturday morning. And um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you, everyone, Bye. for your time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.